This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. football fans and welcome to the onside kick my name is ricky widmer and as always i'm joined by the mark weber hey dub them ease and mark today we have kind of a trifold mm-hmm. of news going on we're going to talk a little bit what the podcast is called where will wes welker eventually sign we're going to talk about wesse we're going to talk about superman cam newton and his new contract and then adrian peterson finally coming home to my Minnesota Vikings and actually being a part of mm-hmm. OTAs. But let's get right in. Wes Welker. I'm looking at an article on ESPN. This is an ESPN Insider article of the top three potential fits for Wes Welker. We're going to throw out these three, and then you got to pick one of these three. Then we'll talk about if there's other teams outside of them. Number one, the Houston Texans. Number two, Baltimore Ravens. Number three, I'm coming home, New England Patriots. For Wes Welker, your best option, of course, is going to be the Patriots. That's where you want to go. This is a team uh, that can do well with you, have has done well with you in the past, and has a quarterback that can do exceptional things and makes guys like Wes Welker look like the guys who get paid like Wes Welker. Uh, so that's where you want to go. The only other option that can possibly do that for you Maybe the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, because Joe Flacco is no joke. If you remember our uh, last week when we ranked all 32 starting quarterbacks, mm-hmm. we had him 11, I believe, towards the top, not the top. He was in the top 15. Yeah, but I mean, exactly. He's he's towards the top, not the top. So that's going to play. That is an option. But if I'm Wes Welker, there's only one option, and that is the New England Patriots. That's the only place I want to play. Because Tom Brady is what made me what I am today. I wouldn't say it's the only place that you want to play. Because right now I'm looking at the Ravens roster. Because out of those three, obviously the Mm no-brainer, like you said, is New England. Yeah, for sure. He's more familiar with the system. He's familiar with Tom Brady. The only thing I think about is with Julian Edelman and what he has become. Let's be honest, Julian Edelman is kind of like the new Wes Welker in New England. Mm -hmm. He's the guy who, he's going to catch those short passes, he's going to catch them, and then he's going to run, then he's going to get concussed. That's how Julian Edelman rolls. But that's why Wes Welker of New England That's why you have both of them, so when one (laughs) has a concussion, the other guy comes in until he gets it a concussion. Then what if they both get concussed? Then you just throw the other guy back in there, and hope for the best. But I look at the Ravens, and the Ravens were the one team that bounced out to me that kind of popped Mm -hmm. because you look at the roster and yes, they do have 11 receivers at the moment on their roster, but five of them are rookies. And one of those rookies was first rounder, uh, Burchard Perryman. So Perryman's obviously going to make the roster because he was a first round pick. Steve Smith senior is going to make the roster. Maybe Marlon Brown. But after that, there's, I'm looking at these names. There's nobody. Nobody's on this roster for, because Torrey Smith is gone. Jacoby Jones is gone. You have Steve Smith. You have a rookie. 
You have Marlon Brown. Well, why not go and sign Wes Welker? Wherever Wes Welker goes, it's not like he's a guy who is uh, a possibility being cut. He is going to play no, wherever he's play. goes. And, and I mean, that is a great option for him. Uh, Joe Flacco needs reliable guys. Steve Smith is a reliable guy. Mm-hmm. You're hoping that the rookie is going to be reliable. Well, and here's the way you can do it. If the Ravens went out and signed Wes Welker and actually pursued him, you put Steve Smith on one side who, yeah, he can go on slants and stuff. But he's a deep route. Yeah. Steve Smith's going to take the ball deep. And he's going to possibly punch somebody. Perryman on the other side, mm. he's got speed. He can take the ball deep. So when you're pushing the corners and the safeties out wide, oh, that leaves some big open space for Wes Welker to kind of run a kind of modified slant and say, hey, I found this wide open space. Just the little hey, hole that's right there. Hey, elite Joe Flacco, go ahead and hit me. That's what that's what you want for sure, and that's what would be very good in this situation, because that is really the one thing that is uh, holding back mm-hmm. uh, the Baltimore Ravens. The defense, yeah, they got reset with obviously mm-hmm. the loss of leadership that is Ray Lewis, but they're all right. They're not bad. There's no scrubs out there, but uh, th- this wide receiver court, it's who are you going to throw to? Fortunately, their running game was fine last year. That surprises people that the running game did not take a huge step back. And. Justin Justin Forsett will be back. Exactly. So they're not in such a bad situation. Uh, I think this is probably, it's not necessary, but mm-hmm. this would be a phenomenal thing. This is the kind of thing that puts you in a secure, I mean, we're talking predictions, but secures your prediction to go win your division and get into the playoffs. Uh, but for me, I, I still think with Wes Welker, I sit there, I look at the rosters. You go New England. You have to go New England. It's just the best. Even if you don't play as much, you still are going to win a ring. You know, it's still going to be nice to get one more Super Bowl out of it because Wes Welker doesn't have that much left in mm-hmm. him. I mean, he's getting up there in age now. Uh, we've already seen this is a guy who everyone at the beginning of the offseason was saying, yeah, this is a guy. These teams are going to pick him up. These are the teams that need to get him. And he's still sitting around. So it's obvious that the NFL is kind of a little bit past Wes Welker. They're kind of done with him at this point. Well, and the one team on this list, the one that we haven't talked about that, I mean, okay, I get it. I get where the, I'm um, looking up the field, uh, field Yates. I get what he's saying. You put Houston on the list because Wes Welker's familiar with Bill O'Brien from his time with New England. He's familiar with Brian Hoyer and Ryan Mallett, who spent time as backups in New England. However, you look at the Houston Texans and their roster, they, A, don't have a team that's going to compete for a Super Bowl besides maybe the defense. And I look at the wide receivers, and it's like, okay, you got a 25-year-old wideout in Demarius Johnson who is a slot presence, but other than that, your number one wide receiver right now is DeAnthony Hopkins. Maybe Cecil, Cecil Shorts, if you're going to list him at that. The problem for Wes Because Andre Johnson's in Indy. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, but the problem for Wes Welker is, who's throwing him this ball? You know, there's it's not, either Hoyer or Mallett. And neither or, one, Tom, or Tom Savage. And neither one of those are at all reliable. <laughs> that makes you laugh, dude. I, I, I just completely ignore Tom Savage's <laughs> existence. Um, the sophomore quarterback. None of these make you think, yeah, that guy's going to throw me the ball <laughs> and I'm going to score a touchdown. And Wes No, Walker, you would either go with Joe Flacco and Tom Brady yeah, because who, of the rings. Exactly. Well, well Brady's rings up. Yeah. Flacco's ring up. But when you put them together, Joe Flacco's <laughs> going, yeah, we got rings. <laughs> uh but the problem is, Wes Welker, who's he played with? 
Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Now he's gonna he's play. Gonna go with now Boyer he's gonna Malik. play with these scrubs. Like no, he wants to play with the big boys. And Joe Flacco by default is a big boy. Give me one team, not these three, that you could see. Not you could see going after him, but uh-huh. one team that maybe should go after him. I'm gonna give you uh, a, a team that we're gonna talk about. Uh, the for Panthers. Yep. The Panthers. Could, I knew you were. They say could it. use this guy. They they just paid this quarterback, locked him down with that big boy money. So in this case, give him a good weapon because what did you what did you Panther fans miss out on besides Kelvin Benjamin? Wide receivers. You didn't have any. There was nobody for Cam Newton to throw the ball to, and we've learned over Cam Newton's career he looks really bad when he doesn't have people who are reliable to throw the ball to. Wes Walker will be reliable when he's on the field. Might he get concussed? Yeah, probably a few times. But when he's on the field, it's a very reliable, safe target that's going to move the ball down the field. And and that's what the the Carolina Panthers really need to do. They just need to slowly move that ball down the field. Before I give you mine, Uh I'm going to throw a team out, and I'm just going to ask you because this is your team. Yeah. What about the Bears? Uh, No need anymore. At the beginning of free agency, yeah, Wes Walker would have been nice, Uh, although you do have the... My concern always is who he's played with. Uh, mm-hmm. Jay Cutler is not Tom Brady and uh, Peyton Manning. So, I mean, yeah, he can throw in the ball and they can do good stuff together. Like back in the days when the Chicago Bears had Earl Bennett or back in the days uh, when they had the tight ends uh, in Carolina, uh, whose last name I'm, I'm forgetting, Greg Olson. There we go. Um that How could you forget Greg Olson? I miss Greg Olson. <laughs> I really do. But the Bears, with getting Eddie Royal and still having Martellus Bennett, they don't really have a need uh, for this guy. It would be nice, but there's really just, really, what's the point? What's the point of one more? Mark, this uh-huh. is a trend to me. You tell me to pick one team, and what do I usually do? Pick the other. No, I pick two. Oh, yeah, I of got course. two teams for you. I'm going to let you pick. Do you want A or B first? Uh, I want B first. Seattle Seahawks. I I don't see the point because you have uh, you get you got Jimmy Graham, Doug Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Yay, he's the number one. But I feel like Wes Welker in is it a huge target of need for the Seahawks? No. Yeah. But with Wes Welker, like we said, a guy who could just go out there and find space while Russell Wilson's. Running around the backfield, dropping back 50 yards you know, to the throw at is, 20 yards. You don't need to find space because you have Jimmy Graham, which is above everybody else, and a tight end. Hey, you got Jimmy Graham going over the top. You got Wes Welker coming underneath. I mean, that could be, I mean, it's that could be a, lethal, a lethal combo. It's deadly. Marshawn it's Lynch in the backfield? Just unnecessary. You don't need it. The other team? The Cowboys. I guess. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, uh, Des Bryant out there. I know Cole, Cole Beasley was coming up. I know they signed A.J. Jenkins, who he's going to fight for a roster spot. I don't think he's going to get one. And they have Terrence Williams, who's obviously their number two. They got a tight end in Jason Witten. Yeah. So you have Williams, Bryant on the outside, kind of move Beasley back to the four, put Wes Welker in the slot for Romo to hit him on slant routes. The problem with uh, Wes Welker to the Cowboys is uh, he's not going to run the ball. And that's what you need. You need a running back because uh, Adrian Peterson's not showing up. Well, they got run DMC. <laughs> Do they? I mean, is that like something we care about? They're Are we run- excited about you this? You want to know the running backs right now for uh, Dallas? I feel like it's just going to make me sad, but yeah, go ahead and tell They've me. They've got run DMC. Joseph Randall and Ryan Williams and Lance Dunbar. 
Yeah, that just makes me sad for Cowboys fans. They, uh, nothing to be excited they about. They also have, and uh, this is me going Huge back into my here. knowledge. He's listed as a fullback, but I believe he played for the Bears, Tyler Klutz. Was he a bear? <sighs> yeah, he was. Uh, he is. He's a fullback. Okay. He's a pure fullback. Yeah, I, I thought I remember. Yeah. I saw that name on the roster, and I'm like, I think I remember that name. Yeah, he was a from bear. here in Chicago. He did, he did okay. I mean, it's a fullback. What can you expect? But now let's move on to the biggest news. Obviously, yeah, that's Cam right. Newton in this deal, five years, a hundred and three point eight million dollar extension. He's gonna get. $20 million annually. What were your first thoughts when you heard about this deal? It's a big boy contract. They are expecting great things out of Cam Newton, the former first-round pick of the draft. Uh, but my, my thoughts are, especially we couple it with our Tannehill news from what was that just two last weeks week? Ago. Or two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, because we did our redraft. Yeah. Um, it's just that. Which I'll, is, I'll be honest, Mark, I pushed the redraft a little bit you like when the, this news came out. You liked it. You like <laughs> it. Uh, it's just, this is the price of a quarterback. When you want somebody who is at least above average, mm-hmm. you have to shell out somewhere between 80 to $100 million. And Cam Newton is pushing it just a little bit more. And Andrew Luck, probably next year, going to push it even more. Russell Wilson is going to blow the, the lid off of it. Uh, this is just what it, it costs. And we were just seeing it, what was it, two years ago with Jay Cutler. People made a big deal about his contract. Mm-hmm. But I was saying back then, this is the price of a starting quarterback. You I, Find me a starting quarterback who's not Russell Wilson, uh, and I, I say not Russell Wilson just because he's the most successful. But and who, now because of this deal, yeah, you Russell see, Wilson's get that. Big you contract. see, like posts now on ESPN where it's like, here's the latest on the Russell Wilson oh, negotiations yeah. because he's the next one. But it, it's find me a quarterback who who is not Russell Wilson because they're in the middle of it right now. Who is winning on a good team and like one of the reasons they're winning and isn't being paid at least eighty million dollars. And with the exception, of course, of don't find me somebody who's at the end of their contract. Like Andrew Luck? Yeah, like an Andrew well, Luck or and something I was like lo- that. I was looking up because Andrew Luck right now is, he's got this year, next year's his contract year. Yeah. So he's got two years left on his contract. And yeah, so he's on that rookie contract. So, like, we we ignore him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other guys that need to kind of be ignored. Um, uh, I mean, I feel like the Colin Kaepernick deal... I don't remember what the Colin Kaepernick deal was. I'll look it up. But, I mean, the other ones, like Joe Flacco got a big deal. Yep, Tannehill's got a big deal. You have Big Ben has a big deal. Yep. Tom Brady got a deal, but he was Tom's more— Tom's deal's weird. He was like, okay, let me get that shit in signing bonus yeah. so you guys can get players so we can uh, do what we just did and won a Super Bowl. I mean, here, here's the big thing. And, of course, we're, we're all expecting that Aaron Rodgers will probably get hit another monster deal somewhat I was gonna look in the future. Next. But, um— it's just, this is what it is. And when you get guys like Cam Newton, uh, Jay Cutler a few years ago, uh, Ryan Tannehill, these are the guys who you see these Carson deals. Palmer he's in, even has a 16.5 annual. That's true. That's true. Average salary. You see these guys, and these are the guys who are just kind of in that middle range here. But this is what really cements that this is how much quarterbacks cost. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton's a little bit of an exception because he was the first overall pick. But how? what have what the Carolina Panthers really done? 
Not, not much. that much. Exactly. Nothing to be I too mean, excited and, and about. And they're a team where I know where myself, I don't know if you thought about it because he is a former Bear coordinator, but uh-huh. I there's some years where I go, when do we start throwing Ron Rivera in the Tom Coughlin boat? Of, yeah. Do we fire him? It's to me it's the, just, the Tom Thibodeau boat to yeah to compare it over to basketball where it's like yeah we may make the playoffs but we're not we're not going anywhere. I mean look look at uh, to to further these Chicago comparisons. Look at John Fox. Mm-hmm. They weren't going anywhere. Even Jim Harbaugh, things just went wrong, and they were a successful team. They went to nonstop, you know, uh, uh, conference finals, and then actually went to a Super Bowl and almost won. But still not good enough. So I was going to say I had four contracts for you, but for some reason they opened you up lost. the Colts and the Patriots. I got two for you, though. Okay. Both NFC North, where uh, we're familiar with. Aaron Rodgers, $22 million average salary. And then you have Matt Stafford, who I'm waiting for the page to load. He has, oh, I got to look for it. Uh-oh. He's got seventeen point six million yeah. on his average. I mean, right now it's hard to not give a quarterback about eighteen well, to twenty million. Well, here's a year. the thing, and here's where the Panthers to get back to the Panthers and Cam Newton. Uh-huh. Here was their situation that they had to deal with. They're sitting there going, "Okay, do we give him the money? Do we keep him around?" Because Cam Newton's a quarterback where it's like, "Okay, we have our quarterback that we are confident in." People like you and me, Mark, may yeah. say, eh, well, you're not going to win a Super Bowl, even though he is good. Oh, yeah. They he'll, are, he'll get you they, to the playoffs, they but believe, I don't know about beyond that. They believe we can win a Super Bowl with this guy. That is better than, oh, let's look what quarterbacks are coming up in college yeah. and hearing just crickets. Because nobody wants to draft a quarterback right now. The, the teams that... I, I we, say it all the time. We had a number one, number two quarterback. Yeah. And nobody wanted those. Like fans were like, "No, I don't want either of them." The teams that draft quarterbacks in the first round continue drafting quarterbacks in the first round. I always say it. And and the Carolina Panthers are lucky. They're a team that did draft a quarterback in the first round not too long ago. Well, they that, haven't had to draft one yet. Cam Newton was om- I'm going to say almost an Andrew Luck type, yeah. where it would be stupid. Coming off a national championship, oh for sure, a Heisman season, and, and, and we got to remember with the Carolina Panthers too. Uh, Jimmy Clausen was a first round pick who was then mm-hmm. immediately replaced by mm-hmm. Cam Newton. Uh, so there, there were two back to backs right there. But yeah, remember who they had beforehand, Jake Delhomme. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, but it's just this is what it is, and, and for the Carolina Panthers, they're not a quarterback led team necessarily. They are a defensive team. Well, and not just that. Back in the, like, I'm thinking the Jake DeLome. Yeah, Jake DeLome had yeah. some good games in the playoffs when the year they went to the Super Bowl against the Patriots. But the main thing that led them that year was their two running backs, Deshaun Foster and Steven Davis. Because, I mean, they were just chugging away in the playoffs, especially when they won those games against Dallas, St. Louis, and Philly. And it was a very methodical play style. It's not like the uh, needing the big-arm quarterback who's going to throw it deep down the field hey, to these guys. Jake don't need De- that. Jake DeLome did throw it pretty deep, and Chris Berman told us she got a DeLome. Yeah, I mean, but the, the thing is, that's not really what led to the no. success, and that's not what's going to lead to the success hey. of these Panthers either. Hey, those Panthers did have Musi Muhammad and uh, 
Steve Smith uh-huh. as their one-two punch. And Steve Smith was great, and Moose and Muhammad went to Cleveland. But Moose and Muhammad went to Chicago first. And that ended up in Cleveland. Uh, no one wants to go to Cleveland, Ricky. Would you take your kids to Cleveland? No. Exactly. Yeah, so, he, no, he didn't go to Cleveland. He went to Chicago for three years and then back to Carolina. Who's the M name I'm thinking of that was in it's Cleveland? It's not Moose and Muhammad. No, it's not. I don't know who you're thinking of. But, but he's there. Yeah. He's no, there, no, no. and we're going to find out. Musi Muhammad went to Chicago for those three years in 05 That was a throw it deep to yep. him. He got to Rex Grossman. Rex Grossman His last year uh-huh. was, you guys lose in the Super Bowl. He goes, fuck it, I'm done. I'm going back to Carolina. And did not <laughs> do anything in Carolina anymore because that was not good anymore. Uh, but to, to go back to the Carolina Panthers, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they just need to be strong with this defense. Get the running game going, and you got a mobile quarterback, too, so that's deadly. Uh, but don't let him use it too much, and we don't let him hurt. Uh, but, I mean, Calvin, Calvin Benjamin is going to be a big, tall guy who can go over people, make some of those freak catches. Uh, would Wes Welker be good on this like we were talking about before? Mm-hmm. That would be pretty a nice. I think that would be pretty nice. However, can I just say uh, a few things mm-hmm. about uh, Cam Newton that I'm noticing looking at his stats? If you'd like to. His completion percentage. Uh-huh. His yards per season, yeah. his average yards per throw, uh-huh. his touchdowns per season, and, well, interceptions would be a good thing, but that counts here, too, and QBR have all gotten worse mm-hmm. as it goes on. Well, the QBR was yeah. 56, 54, and then back to 56, 56, but everything else has gone down. Yeah, he had, uh, he didn't have the best start besides of course being the mobile guy we all yeah, remember but him he being had great 4, mobile passing yards that yeah. first year and now he's down almost 900 yards from mm-hmm. that and, and and i think obviously losing steve smith last year is not a good thing mm-hmm. uh, they didn't really have very many weapons well, that's what i'm saying i mean it, it could they're also not helping be him out the team was different but mm-hmm. also i mean you're looking at those stats are decreasing and you're like we're gonna give this guy and I don't remember who, I think it was Adam Schefter uh-huh. on ESPN was like, they didn't give him Tony Romo money. They didn't give him Joe Flacco money. Not even Ryan Tannehill money. They jumped straight to Big Ben money yeah. and said, here you go. Well, I, I think for them, part of it too, um, and he's a very marketable guy. He's a big face for the Carolina he's Panthers. Superman. He's Superman, exactly. He sells jerseys. That's a big deal, how many, and you want to uh, keep him around. How many Play 60 commercials do you see him in? Exactly. A he, ton. He hasn't been replaced by that kid yet. <laughs> we all know it's common, but we're still holding He's that He's going to get replaced by that kid someday. But yeah, I mean, you're going to get good stuff out of Cam Newton. Cam Newton's going to be... It's unfortunate, but I feel like Cam Newton's going to be that guy... He's the face of a franchise. He's, yeah, he's the face of a franchise, but he's that guy who we always talk about is, he's good, he gets you the playoffs, they get knocked out. Mm-hmm. Then he goes back to the playoffs, and they get knocked out. And it's just going to be this continual process. It's like a Phillip Rivers we're constantly talking about. Not quite the team is just not quite good enough to get there, or he's not quite not good enough to get there. But they're always going to be in the discussion. He's good enough to get them to the playoffs. Yeah, That's he's good enough saying. to get them to the playoffs, not to the big game. You know, not to the Super Bowl. When it comes down to those big teams, unfortunately, I don't think the Panthers are really going to be doing too much to get there. I would love to be proven wrong. I'm ready to claw up all day, every day. Well, you love clawing up. I do all the time, but it, it's just, you know, unfortunately, I, I don't exactly see it. And for a lot of these teams, too, unless you have a Peyton Manning, a Tom Brady, and Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. when you pay these big boy contracts, you don't have much money to spend elsewhere. And it kind of tends to suffer for the, uh, the rest of the team tends to suffer. 
I'm trying to think of an analogy here. Yes. And feel me out with this. This okay. is comparing Cam Newton to basketball, to a basketball player. To a basketball. Could could you say that he's sort of D Wade-ish to mm-hmm. the fact where D Wade could be the face of a team how or face of a franchise. He could be that player, like you draft him and he's there for life. However, he needs a guy like Shaq. He needs LeBron and Chris Bosch to actually win a championship. Yeah, I mean, you could go for that. You can go and say that. Uh, I, I mean, the analogy isn't a complete 100% yeah, because see. Cam Newton hasn't won a championship and two Cam Newton's uh, knees aren't going out on him, but basketball's yeah. a different well, game than hope. football. Uh, and, and for football, too, like you say, it's a different game, so I don't see what the other position would be that really takes him there. Wide receiver. Uh, you need multiple. You got Calvin Benjamin. He's fine. Uh, I mean, you you do have a big hole, of course, from Steve Smith. Mm-hmm. You missed that. He was especially, he's a fighter, as we all know. Yep. He's the heart of that team for a while. So missing out on him is just a kind of energy that is gone and is never coming back, uh, at least not yet. So I don't know with the Carolina Panthers. I don't think this is a bad move because it's a move you have to make. It, this I rather is quarterbacks it, being paid. If I was a Carolina Panther fan and I was hashtag clawing up all yeah. day, I would be happy with this uh-huh. because I'd rather have Cam Newton than ex-college quarterback coming out of the draft. Exactly, exactly. It's just, it's un, it's an unnecessary, uh, well, no, it is a necessary evil. You have to mm-hmm. pay your quarterbacks big money. Uh, that's just how it is. You can't hope to get uh, get lucky with Russell Wilson. It's just not going to happen for pretty much any team. Russell Wilson, great quarterback, but was a fluke mm-hmm. in the draft getting him in the third round. That doesn't happen. You don't find Tom Brady's like that every now and then. No, you don't. Usually it's either, and you don't find Andrew Luck and Cam Newton's yeah. every day. Exactly. But the last thing we're going to talk about in this podcast is, oh, it's so happy for me to finally say this as I'm bleeding my purple right now, as Adrian Peterson back in the building with the Vikings showed up to OTAs. He said it felt good to be back in the building. Him and Mike Zimmer were saying good things. And this is me as a Vikings fan. I'm saying, okay, good. Now we can have Adrian Peterson back. He can help Teddy Bridgewater just progress because, like you said, Mark, it helps a quarterback when he's got a good running back behind him. And Mm -hmm. not saying Super Bowl, not saying NFC Championship, but at the best, like, pie-in-the-sky type thing, at least playoffs. I mean, you got Playoffs. there with them before. Playoffs. Uh, you didn't really have Teddy Bridgewater there. You had a good old Christian Ponder. But, uh, and Joe Webb. Don't forget Joe Webb. Yeah, Joe Webb plays. Uh, he plays <laughs> football. Um, so uh, here's the thing about Adrian Peterson. I, I A lot of people are like, Adrian Peterson saying it feels good to be back. And, you know, Adrian Peterson decided to play again. I'm just going to say before you say this, uh-huh. me and you were, I feel like me and you are on the same yeah. note here. Nobody, like here's the thing. Adrian Peterson didn't really, like, he didn't wake up in the morning. He's like, you know what? I'm a Viking, and God darn it, I'm going to play for the Vikings. Gosh darn it. Yeah, like, this is this is not what happened. It was somebody probably called him and said, hey, you're not going to play for anybody else this season. Mm-hmm. You might as well play because you've been out for about 15 months now. And if you go out for another year, I don't know if I can get you anywhere. You know, or at least I don't know that I can get you the kind of money you got. You're the highest paid court, uh, running back. You get twelve million dollars this year. See, I'm playing a little, a little bit mm-hmm. 
of devil's advocate to where I'm on, I'm on the same line as you where yeah. he was, it was, I don't think it was someone else telling him. I think it was him going, Hey, you know what? They're not going to trade me. Mm-hmm. They'd be stupid to trade me. Who am I kidding myself? And just that thought bleeding into his head probably led to the, well, you know what? Let's give it a try. If it doesn't feel the right. old college like, try. Like, just, it, it was probably one of those things where he's like, okay, I'll probably just go. If it doesn't feel right, then I can say, hey, you know what? I don't feel comfortable here. Mm-hmm. It gives me more concrete to stand on when I say I want to get traded. But now that he's back, the team kind of was supportive around him. Zimmer was supportive. Now that he's, it kind of feels like, okay. Okay, I feel good. I was kind of being an idiot type of thing. It's kind of like when you're a kid mm-hmm. and you get into a fight with your friend and you're like, no, I'm never talking to you again. Then after a while, you're just like, yeah, you know what? You're my bud. You're hanging you're, out we're, like we're two be days friend. later. Yeah. yeah, it's like you're just like, I was stupid. I was an idiot. I, I don't necessarily know I would go with that because I don't want to give Adrian Peterson the credit of coming to any realizations. Uh, I, I just I don't. When I, I did watch his press conference. I watched Mike Zimmer's uh, when he was speaking in the media as well. Uh, I, I just never really... I got the opinion that he had been coached, you know, and he knew what he was going to say. He knew what he was walking in there, what he was going to say. And see, Zimmer on, was the same way. See, I'm on the other side where I feel like... Because one of the big things he talked about and he mentioned was his therapy mm-hmm. with his son... And I feel like that had a huge part to play. And maybe he was, Mm -hmm. maybe he's starting to think a little bit differently now and maybe say, Hey, I'm being effing childish or childish. Uh I I mean, it's possible. And I I would hope that for him, but I just feel like to be honest, he's just kind of at a point where it's, this isn't going to work for me. I got to change it. I I got to do something. It's either I play or I don't. Yeah. What do I want? And I, I like watching Zimmer's, uh, what his answers to some of the questions were. I forget the question, but someone asked him about, like, the conversations him and Adrian Peterson had. I think it was over comments that Zimmer made. Mm-hmm. And his basically he was like, well, uh, you know, Adrian Peterson has his opinions and I have my opinions. And, like, when he said that. That's the best way to put it. Yeah, when he said that, I, in my head I'm thinking, I don't know if those two like each other yet. They'll probably start liking each other when they win some games. But I think right now there's still some tension there, and it's just going to take a while of them playing and just kind of putting it past them, ignoring it, pretending it doesn't exist. Because if you fake it enough, you'll make it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, what do they tell you when you first start something? Like, when I started teaching, a mm-hmm. ton of people, fake it till you make it. Yep, exactly what I'm saying. You don't know what to do, fake it till you make yep. it. And I feel like with the Vikings, this is a good thing. I mm-hmm. don't, to me as a fan, I don't care. If there's a little bit of tension, mm-hmm. because as long as Adrian Peterson feels, I'm going to say 50% good, that's 50% better than he was feeling a day ago. Yeah. And when he's on the field, A, we're a better football team because I, I'm trying to think during my lifespan, I would put Adrian Peterson as the second best running back in our lifetime, mm-hmm. like my life. I'd put him behind Barry Sanders because I'm the type of guy where I, I don't know if I could put Adrian Peterson above Barry Sanders yet. You can't. Uh, 
Yeah, it's just my thought with this, though. Uh, I'm not a, not a Vikings fan by any stretch of the imagination. In fact, I'm a big dis Vikings fan. I'm not a fan of them existing. Yeah, you, you bleed orange uh, and blue. You're yeah. a monster of the midway. So, but for me, if I was somehow a Vikings fan and I woke up every day hating my life, um, I would. You mean loving your existence? I, I would not. Saying Skull Vikings every single day. I obviously would uh, be happy to have Adrian Peterson back, but I'd be sitting there being like, I know he doesn't want to be here. No, he does. He doesn't. He wants to be anywhere else. Not anywhere else. He wants to be somewhere that's contending. I'll put it this way. Maybe Mm -hmm. right now he does not. But I feel like he feels better than he did before. Oh, yeah. Of course he feels better. And but he still we, would rather be somewhere that's going to win a Super Bowl. Once he plays that first regular season game, mm-hmm. he'll be fine. I disagree. I think at this point, it's kind of, it's kind of like for, for me being the Chicago Bears fan with Lance Briggs. We always oh, this knew, isn't going to be a Lance Briggs situation. We always knew he didn't really want to be here. He was just getting paid. And we were paying him the best. Mark... Mark, I'm putting the hammer down right now. You know what I like to do? I like to I like to throw out bold predictions. Yeah, you know you me. Do that. I'm throwing out a bold prediction right now. Uh huh. September 14th. No. Monday night. No. Nope. I'm gonna say it our time. 9:20 p.m. Central Time on ESPN. In I almost said Santa Clara, but that's not where they are anymore. Wherever they are, San Francisco against the 49ers. Adrian Peterson is going to have an amazing game, like three-plus touchdown game, mm-hmm. and he's going to feel good. No, I'm not saying he's not going to feel good. My, my thing I'm saying is he's already expressed, I'm not winning a Super Bowl here. I want to play with someone who's going to win me a Super Bowl. I feel like those thoughts— I don't think he's getting over Okay, Because he's not going to win a Super Bowl. Well, I feel these thoughts change after the season. I don't because think they after, do because they're not going to well, win a Super Bowl. You know what? He's been out for an entire season. Uh-huh. He hasn't played with this team. He hasn't played with Teddy Bridgewater yet. Yeah. Maybe once he starts playing with Teddy and goes, okay, we got a quarterback. Mm-hmm. We got a little bit of a build here with wide receivers. Our defense is up and coming. Hey, you know what? We could possibly, we've got something going here. And I am the veteran piece because we all know Asiata can't be the next Adrian Peterson. No. However much he wants to be. The next Adrian Peterson. You want to know how I describe Matt Asiata? Hmm. Matt Asiata is like Bill Murray in Space Jam. Michael, tag me in. Michael, I'm ready. No, no, no. Sit down, Bill. You're not Michael. Because Adrian Peterson is Michael Jordan. The unfortunate thing for Adrian Peterson, he's got three years left of this contract. He's 30 years old. He might not get a good chance unless he does get traded somewhere. And I, the Vikings will never trade him. No. And for me, I think so I he think better, he will I just think he suck will it up. play well. Just suck it up. I think Adrian Peterson will play as Adrian Peterson yeah, does. Just suck it up. I just don't think he will ever he'll be happy because he likes playing football. I just don't think he will ever quite have he's never gonna feel extremely excited necessarily. I, I don't necessarily know how the right way to put it right now. He's gonna be happy playing football because the man loves to play football. He's just never gonna feel right. He's always gonna in the back of his mind be like, This was not the situation I wanted. I this think that's season, the he's gonna this season's going to be the most important one for Adrian Peterson and the Vikings. Mm-hmm. If they, I'm going to say, if they make the playoffs this season, he's happy and will want to stay because at least it's something to build on. And honestly, I, I, I don't know. I'm going to throw this out. I'm going to throw this out there. Mm-hmm. One against Detroit, at least one against Chicago, 
San Francisco, St. Louis, Oakland, Atlanta, New York Giants. That's seven that I feel like confidently, I feel confidently that we can win those games. Mm -hmm. That leaves just, you got to steal maybe one or two against Green Bay, the NFC West, the AFC West. Ricky, I don't want to get your hopes up. I don't want to see you getting crushed uh, in December. When That's the, usually when, what happens. When the team is like five wins in and, and there's no other wins coming. I just I, don't want you to be crushed. I don't want you to be hurt. I feel like our schedule is we've got some winnable games, mm -hmm. but we have some tough games as well. The division games are always tough. I mean... That's why I said both Green Bay games. I feel like with Chicago, and you can disagree with me if you want, mm -hmm. but I always give, when it comes to Chicago, Minnesota, I always give, at the beginning of the season, you win at Soldier Field, we win at Mini. Yeah. yeah. I kind of do that with the Lions, too, almost. You win at uh, Ford Field, we win in Minnesota, mm -hmm. which is TCF Bank Field, I believe, this year. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel, uh, I mean, I usually do that, too. I pretty much, for for the Chicago Bears, uh, I, I feel a little bit better about the, my Chicago Bears, of course. Uh, so I give them one for everybody, even though they never beat the mm -hmm. Packers. But I give them I give them one for everybody, pretty much. Uh, However, though, we got a lot, and you guys know this, too, because we play similar opponents. Mm -hmm. These teams that I'm mentioning right now, the Niners, I would throw the Chargers in there, Atlanta, New York. These are teams where it's like you expect them. Well, maybe not the Chargers. Take away the Chargers out of that. You expect the Falcons, Niners, and Giants this year to be down. But usually those teams that you go, oh, they're going to finish last, they yeah. finish first. You, you, never, you just really you never know. And that's the thing. When we you talk never about, know until they start playing the football games. We talk about the winnable games, uh, and of course, any given Sunday, you know, but we talk about those winnable games, and, and you just never know what's going to happen. Um, they are who we thought they were. So sometimes they are. We let them off the hook. So I, I just, for me, when it comes to the Vikings, they're thrilled to have Adrian Peterson. They're better with Adrian Peterson. Even an unhappy, I don't want to be here, Adrian Peterson is better on the Vikings than not on the Vikings. Like he, the Vikings will be better off with a guy who doesn't want to play with them and is Adrian Peterson mm -hmm. because he's just an amazing talent. He's going to play football. That's what the I'm going to say this night. I would give a 90% that Vikings start two and one that we beat San Fran beat Detroit because they don't have Sue or fairly. Mm -hmm. And I'd give our first loss to maybe San Diego at home. And if we go three and oh, there's no way we're beating Peyton Manning in Denver. No, no, no. Of course not. Like uh, Denver, Seattle, maybe even Arizona, the Green Bay games. Those are almost automatic losses for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't think Adrian Peterson and his Vikings are going to the playoffs. Uh, I, I put them... If I gotta do it right now, I'd put them in that like five to seven range. How much you want wins. to put on it? I'll say six seed. They will be the six seed. How much you want? What kind of a wager do you want to put on it? Um, right now, putting. I don't putting have it. Any, up, I don't necessarily have anything right table. now. Um, what, what's what's the wager for this bet that they? I'm calling six seed. Like just boom, make the playoffs at six. You're saying they make the playoffs? Just make the playoffs. I'm saying they are not going to make the playoffs. So in or out. What's on the line, Mark? I, I don't know. Let's I'm have not, this happen. I don't make decisions, Ricky. Let's have this happen. I'm not a decision maker. 
I don't. I got nothing. I got. Are nothing we gonna do? Back. You shave my head? Are we gonna do a? Uh, I have to wear a Jay Cutler jersey because that would kill me. Um, it would kill you're me. You're going to buy a Jay Cutler jersey? No, no, no. You would yeah. have to get me one. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> that's my, that's my or thing just with... a Bears jersey, because I know you have one. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm a smaller guy than you are, Ricky. Uh, actually, you can, I got a Julius Peppers jersey that you'd probably, that you'd probably fit into <laughs> nicely, even though it just sits there, because Julius Peppers is not like he's a Chicago Bear. And it's not like I'm going to wear uh, the Bears jersey how, of a Packer. How about this? How about this? Mm-hmm. If the Vikings, when we're going to do this right now, on the record. Well, yeah, the co- we're pressing record. Yeah. It's already going. If the Vikings uh-huh. miss the playoffs, yeah. I will wear your Julius Peppers Bears jersey, mm-hmm. and you can take a picture. We can post it on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. I will have to don that for not just a podcast, mm-hmm. but I will have to do one video on the YouTube with that jersey on. Mm-hmm. So it's recorded, everyone to see. If they make the playoffs... You got to do the same thing with my Randy Moss jersey. These jerseys or, da- are gonna, or Dante Culpepper. These jerseys are going to look uh, <laughs> look very different on the, on the two of us. That is for sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, whatever. I don't care. That's what we're doing. I don't care. That's what we're doing because the Vikings are going to make the playoffs. I, 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 I put them, like I said, five to seven wins. <laughs> I mean, because you got you to think. Packers are going to win win the division. Mm-hmm. Packers, of course, oh, are going to win no, the division. no doubt. They're, you know, yeah, and, them, and they then, go, of course, they're going to be probably – a buy. They'll probably yeah, be one. You two. have your Seattle Seahawks. They'll be obviously. Two. The Arizona Cardinals they'll are be probably like going to be, they'll in be there. five because Seattle won the division. Yeah, and then you have your your question of is it going to be the Saints? Is it going to be the New Panthers? I, I would pick New Orleans. Uh, and, and then and Dallas. Well, Dallas, no, Philly should, because they got Demarco. Yeah, that's you have that question <laughs> there where Philly probably goes in. Dallas but might this be your could competition. Be a year. You just never know. I think the biggest competition for. The Vikings getting in with those wild card spots is going to be the Lions. It's probably going to be the Cowboys. And then whoever does not in the NFC South, whichever one is the the number two, whether mm-hmm. it's the Panthers or it's the Saints, it's probably not the Falcons. Uh, well, it's not going to be the Buccaneers. Yeah, we're, well, we're not even talking about the Buccaneers <laughs> today. So, I mean, those are pretty much like the main competition. I would say the Bears would be competition for the Vikings because I think these two teams are about the same level, but I know the Bears aren't going to. Would, here's how The I, Bears aren't going to make the playoffs. Of course, I don't think the Vikings will either. Here's how They're I both would in that 5-7 win range. Here's how I'm ranking the teams in the NFC North right now. Mm-hmm. Packers are the clear favorite. Yeah. You have the... Kind of, and then I would say Lions and Vikings are kind of even mm-hmm. with the Bears in last. And I'm putting the Bears only in last because they were so bad. I know you got John Fox and you're mm-hmm. excited for him. We haven't seen what him and Ryan Pace's draft class can do. But right now, that's what I'm saying. See, I think you're giving. I say it's us and the Lions are more yeah, even than you guys are. In, that's not, not accurate. Not far and forth. But you're in mm-hmm. four. No, see, my, my I don't necessarily have too much of an issue for you, uh, but I, I think you're discrediting the Lions. And it, I, it pains me to say that because I really don't well, like the Lions. The Detroit o- sucks. The only reason why I'm almost it's, it's putting not, us even no. is because they lost fairly in Sue. The offense is still mm-hmm. amazing, Yeah, but Adrian Peterson versus that big gap in the middle. Yeah, but, I mean, they did get uh, Nada in there to kind of help okay, fill some stuff put out. Put eight in the box. He'll go outside. I mean, you could you could possibly do that. You could possibly do that for sure. They, I mean, Adrian Peterson, like I said, big, big damaging thing. But he's the best back right Stafford, now in the NFL. Megatron, Golden Tate, 
That's pretty damn good. I'm scared of that like said, more than I am. The offense is good, but the the losses on defense mm-hmm. and not as getting old. Yeah, I, I I just my problem is and watch while the Vikings and Lions shoot it out for who's better. And then the Chicago just, Bears just go right. Yeah, they just leapfrog them. Sixteen zero. But yeah, let's I mean, not say anything we can't take back now. Oh, it's too late. Sorry, yeah, eighteen and zero, eighteen and one, eighteen and one. Uh, no, I I just think eighteen and one. Wouldn't it be seventeen that, and one? No, it's the perfect record. Eighteen and one. Uh, <laughs> but but for me, I just I'm gonna take Megatron over Adrian Peterson. That's where I'm gonna take. That's why I put the Lions over. over That's the why Vikings. you draft Adrian Peterson first when you're the number one pick in fantasy. Well, fantasy football is all about the running. <laughs> uh, I, I've I've decided now. I've been burned on this. Uh, even if I'm number one overall, if I'm not you get the number Adrian one Peterson. pick, are you going to take Peterson? I'm not going to take Adrian Peterson. I already would you take lesson. Demarco? Probably. At number one overall, you take Demarco. Would. I probably would. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know what other running backs going to be. Alfred Morris? No. <laughs> Matt Forte? No, I mean, Matt Forte is great. And actually, Matt Forte is going to look really good in John Fox. Seattle fans offense. are uh, pooping their pants right now. Marshawn. Mm. That's, who, that's who you got to take. You got to take mm. Marshawn. But my, the thing I like about the Eddie Eagles, the thing I like about the Eagles is Bradford's Frank a joke. Gore? Sanchez is a joke. Tebow's a joke. Uh, the whatever his name is that got drafted a couple years ago, Barkley's a joke. <laughs> they got nothing but jokes. So someone's got to move the ball. At least on the Seattle Seahawks team, Russell Wilson actually knows how to throw mm-hmm. the ball to wide receivers and tight ends. He I can guess. actually do it. He I guess can actually go that route. do it. But that is going to do it for the onside kick this week. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. I want you to leave a comment down in the comment section about any of the topics we talked about today. If you liked the video, hit the like button. If you loved it, hit the subscribe button so you can get all these nice emails and updates on when we post podcasts. We got the onside kick, a graphic conversation, me and Brandon, our college podcast called the Primetime Podcast, as we got videos as well. So hit the subscribe button. I hope you enjoyed our podcast this week. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.